listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, master of the materia. With me, as always, is... Uh, Josh All-Star Pro Wrestling 3 Schaefer. <laughs> thank, thank you for that weird reference. I appreciate it. Today, we are actually going to go back and revisit Square Enix. Squeenix! Um, Squeenix! Who, who we haven't talked about in quite a while. Well, I, I think like this first season when we discussed Final Fantasy in general. That might be... Really the last time. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to talk about it specifically because there's been some news that working in this nerd news, there's been some news on the Square Enix front that I find particularly hilarious. They've had a number of like games they've put out recently, all the names of which I can't remember, honestly, that they launched too much fanfare and then six months later they've shut down because the live service model mm-hmm. wasn't working and then because they shut it down, no one can now play these games at all. Uh, the, the the next of which is going to be Marvel's The Avengers. Yeah, that game was... I played the free, um, what's it called, demo? Yeah. It wasn't really a demo. It was like a full game, but a demo. Yeah. And it was so boring. Like I don't know how you can have like the the technology that Squinks has Squinks. and Marvel and come up with like the most soulless, boring, grindy game in existence. Well, like what I understood from uh, Marvel's Avengers, a lot of people I know who have played it, they they said that they got into it because they were interested in what the story was going to be, and the single player mode they said was fun enough. Like seeing Ms. Marvel run around and become an Avenger and do that kind of thing was fun. But they also said that at a certain point, to progress the solo mode and have the tools available to be able to actually do anything you had to go into those multiplayer zones, and that's where the game mm-hmm. fell flat on its face. Yes. yes. Just boring live service, do these same events over and over again until you get enough experience and weapons and whatever to do everything else. Which, okay, if it's a single superhero who's starting and they have to like earn their powers and get, it, get all of that, that's fine. Like, X-Men Legends was interesting when you played as what's-her-face Volcano or Pyro or whatever her name was. Uh, and you had to like slowly learn to master her because she was growing up and becoming an mm-hmm. X-Men. That was interesting. But when you're yeah. talking about characters who have been Avengers for years, like Captain America and Black Widow and all, like Namor or whatever, um, they already have a mastery of their powers. Why the fuck am I grinding them up? Yeah, it... Like, and that's, I think, the issue with superhero games. You have to, like, I'm cool with, like, learning new abilities, but they shouldn't feel weak at any point. Like, there's yeah. no reason why it's like, okay, why is this fight with, um, oh, what's it? I'm trying to think of a really lame Marvel supervillain. Um, hmm, I, I keep thinking of Kite Man, and I know that's Mr. DC. <laughs> Mr. Sinister. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Like, what sucks is, like, Marvel usually has pretty dope villains, though. Mm-hmm. But we're, I'm going to go with Kite Man. Okay, Kite Screw Man, it. yeah. Yeah, you're fighting so, Kite Man, it's fine. He's fighting Kite Man, and, like, I'm like, why is this battle taking 20 minutes? Uh-huh. Because I'm Thor, and all I have to do is throw a hammer at this dude and break him in half. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's I like guess. the Superman 64 thing all over again. Yes. And that is that is an issue. Like I appreciate that they tried to make an off-brand because it does look off-brand for the MCU, but an off-brand official Marvel Avengers game. I'm on board with this. I have an issue when you have to put in live service stuff to grind your characters up. Like there's um 
I heard the Guardians of the Galaxy game, as flawed as it was in its own way, was good because your characters basically start off ready to roll, and you're just basically running missions with them for plot, and then the game ends, and you're done. And shouldn't that be how it is? They're basically heroes that are ready to roll, and you're just going to go do the damn thing and just be done with it? Right, yeah. Which, which I mean, this is, this is unrelated to Square Enix, but let's also talk about the fact that Gotham Knights was a live-service one, and that one was hated by everyone, and then Kill the Justice League has been delayed because everyone hates the live-service bullshit they're putting in there. Because apparently you know you need to just run around as uh, Killer Croc and King Shark with guns, because that's so what they do normally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, anyway. it, it was it was a very boring game, in fact, and almost immediately, like... Like, cause I play Apex, right? And uh-huh. Apex has micro microtransactions for like skins and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Which, which is fine. And I'm dumb, and I buy them sometimes because I'm, I'm like, ooh, I need to look pretty in this game. Blah 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 blah. I mean, I spent probably like thirty, forty bucks all told over the course of like five years. Get you? Don't get me wrong, but you know, thirty, forty bucks on like Borderlands two skins because I want a pretty, pretty princess. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's I, I don't spend a lot of money on like physical stuff anymore in media so like it, it's it's whatever like i i play it a lot and it's and it's a free-to-play game so it's my way of supporting yeah, the game and yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but with marvel avengers it was like the uh, like the dirt ugliest skins and i was like and, and it never made sense to to why they had them and it, like the the system it was expensive for what you got and um like I had friends that played as well, and they would buy like the spiffy skins, and they would just glitch out the game. Like I can't remember. I think I was playing with someone who played Black Panther, and he had the skin. And any time he walked in a certain area of this uh, mission we were trying to complete, the game would freeze for everybody when he was wearing <laughs> that skin. And, and it took us forever, and we thought it was just like one of us, like our, a latency thing or something. But and we and we couldn't find anything on it, the internet, but. He he just switched his skin out because he was tired of seeing it and it stopped doing it. So logically, the like we didn't try it too much, and I wish we did in hindsight, but I guess we won't be able to pretty soon. It's a problem that fixed itself. Yeah, yeah. but but just like there, it, it seemed like there was no QA testing, and they just hodgepodge something together, and we're just like, "Yo, you guys like the Avengers, right? Pay us money, please." Well, I mean, isn't that what every studio wants? You guys like this thing? Yeah. Pay us money, please. So, I mean, yeah. I, I I both appreciate the way Borderlands did it and also hate the fact that Borderlands made it so mainstream because, you know, it was, hey, throw a couple bucks this way and you get another uh, skin for your character yeah. here, you know? I mean, at least they had the decency yeah. when they paid, like, two to five bucks that they gave you skins for multiple characters for, like, a theme. But it was still a, hey, pay for this and you get a skin. And that's all it did. And you didn't even really get to see the skin all that much. It was just what everyone else got to see, which is really dumb on its own, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is all leading up to the next big deal is along with Avengers closing down, Square Enix was like, hey, let's get all in on NFTs. And to fund this, we're going to sell all these franchises we've been sitting on from Western Studios because no one really wants these games, right? And these are things like, you know, Tomb Raider, games people actually do care about. Which, one, stupid of them to sell off properties like Hitman and Tomb Raider and shit that people actually do like and play. Which, Square Enix's defense of it is, well, these didn't 
uh, these didn't make as much money as we were expecting, even though they were still like platinum hits. It was like Square Enix has this weird idea about how much a game is supposed to make, and it's not based on reality. Um, but it's also this thing of like you got rid of these things so you could go in hard on NFTs. Really? NFTs? Yeah. When when the <laughs> NFT market is basically already bottoming out, this was this was your big master plan, guys. NFTs. NFTs. Non- the brony Bitcoin. Yeah, the, the brony bit. <laughs> it's not wrong. That's, you're, yeah, no, you're, that's you're why right. that's why I call it to. <laughs> yeah. So I think we touched upon this in our Final Fantasy podcast, but it does feel like the second Square merged with Enix, their biggest competitor, they lost mm-hmm. all their juice. Like. That, like it's been a downward trend ever since because they they merged with Enix somewhere around oh, what was it Final Fantasy ten uh yeah somewhere around there somewhere around Final yeah. Fantasy ten and ten was fine but ten was in development for a few years so it was kind of like you know the wheels are on oh. the train it's gonna happen but then like and I know I've bitched about this before but then they put out Final Fantasy eleven which is an MMO and should not have been called Final Fantasy eleven it should have just been called Final Fantasy Online. Um- yeah, yeah. 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 And then of course they Which did Which I played a lot of personally. <laughs> and I don't judge you for that, but when 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 I think Final Fantasy, I don't think multiplayer online experience. Final Fantasy, because it was this way for ten plus games, is a solo game you play for like sixty hours. You get yourself invested in these characters and their story and their attempt to save the world. Uh and that's the game. Yeah. To put this into an online RPG where you're playing a single fucking dude who's running around in, like, the world of Final Fantasy, it doesn't work the same. It's not the same kind of game. It should have been a spinoff. So, again, live service. Yeah. Let's let's go on the trends that make us money and not actually think about the, the properties that we're adapting. All of which leads us to Final Fantasy 16. The trailers for which are starting to come out. And wow, this game looks like garbage. Even know where to start. Like, <laughs> like I don't. What business is Square Enix in now? Like, I don't. I don't, I, I don't know if they know what. I don't know if they know what they want to do. Like, yeah. So, they what they've made with Final Fantasy 16. For those that have not watched the trailer and don't feel the need, because well, it's 16, and who really gives a shit anymore? Um, yeah, I lost interest after nine. Yeah, I know. It's fair. Um, you have a single character who's on a quest on his own, doing live-action combat. Like, fully live-action combat. There's no, like, real turns or anything, or even, like, a modest thought about it. No menuing, really. You're just there, beating the snot out of dudes, almost like first-person Diablo style. Um, Mm -hmm. And eventually you get a party that joins you, but you don't actually get to control any of them. They just kind of hang out with you while you're doing shit. Um, It doesn't feel like... Like, it, it doesn't have any of the hallmarks of what you would expect gameplay-wise from Final Fantasy. Sure, it might be set in the same world as one of their something or others, and it'll have, like, some fucking, who knows, Moogles or Chocobos or Rabbites or some shit. But it doesn't feel like it, like a game that belongs in the Final Fantasy series. It, like, it, it feels like a spin-off, you know? Yeah. So, which, but it's Final Fantasy sixteen, So, it, it's fighting with itself. And the reason why... As I was reading, Square Enix has released this game, or is developing this game, or however you want to put it. The reason why they're going to release this game 
is because they don't want to just be known as the JRPG people. They actually find the term JRPG offensive, which, I mean, we don't, like, I think that's a cultural thing, but there's, like, there's a genre, and American-based RPGs of the time period were different from what Japan was putting out. And the Japanese ones were superior. Like, even if, even if they don't take it as a compliment, I think most American viewers viewed it as a compliment because their games were better, you know? Yeah. So, but they don't want to be known as that, so they don't want to keep making those kinds of games. But, like, guys, these are the games people want from you. Why the hell are you making this other crap you're not good at? Yeah. And if you're going to make a single-player Final Fantasy game, why not give it to one of the Western studios that actually knows how to do that kind of shit? Oh, that's right, you sold them. I was going to say, it's like, you mean the ones they sold? <laughs> but, like, my, my, my big thing is that, you know, I feel like when it was Squaresoft and um, Enix, like, both of those companies, when they were smaller, wanted just to make fun games. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they care about the fun anymore. Like, it's not an no. experience to play no. games at all. Like, there, there's nothing about it that's earth shattering because i remember you know like like even i i can still go back and play final fantasy 6 and just be completely mesmerized by the intricacies of the story and the actions that you'd have to take and it's the same with you know final fantasy 4 and 5 as well but and how groundbreaking final fantasy 1 was that i feel the same way for chrono trigger which was absolutely a square game. That yes. one is a Squaresoft game. And you can see the difference between Square and Square Enix because Chrono Cross was a Square Enix game. And that one, despite how pretty it is and despite how nice the music is, feels like a soulless cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and what kills me too is because, you know, I'm a big video game dude, right? Yeah. As you know, that, that's, your, that's one that's, of the first things we bonded over. That, that's your YouTube channel, Big Video Game Dude. Yeah, big video game dude. Both in size and personality. And, you know, like, I loved Squaresoft games when I was younger, uh-huh. and I loved Enix games, because, like, Star Ocean was one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do they do? Uh, Valkyria oh, Chronicles, I think they did that. The Dragon Quests are the famous one. I, I, yeah, I honestly didn't really care for Dragon yeah, Quest. I get you. They're, they're, Illusion. They're, they are very, like, uh, so you have your fun and interesting ones, and then you have the ones that are very all about mechanics, and the Dragon Quest games yeah. feel like mechanics games. Yeah. Yeah. Dry, yeah. in a way. Very dry. Very dry. Like, they're cool for what they are, and honestly, the ones, the last ones on the Enix part of it, like, uh, what was it, Dragon Quest, like, 7 or 8, I think, somewhere around there, that wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I liked it enough to still play it, I guess, but... Star Ocean was was it for me though, and Grandia. I love those games too. But but so I was like super excited when they were announcing a merger. I was like, man, we're gonna get two awesome companies. Like because honestly, like the thing that Final Fantasy, like older Final Fantasy games, always missed was the mechanics were always clunky a little, and uh, and Enix always had decent mechanics and whatnot. But the stories were always kind of like, okay. Yeah. So it's like, so you merge the two together and you get a super baby. But for some reason, it's like what popped out was just some monstrosity of a a corporation. It's just like they fired anyone who had heart and they were just like, you know what? 
people are going to buy video games regardless. So, well, it's it's the thing about a merger is we're talking about two companies that were basically the largest RPG makers in Japan, and uh, probably the world, honestly, well, at the that's time. The thing I was going to say because of the state of the video game industry at that point, the two largest RPG makers in the world. So, because of this, uh, they were basically fighting over the same dollars, so they had to really push each other by pushing themselves to make the best games they could. Once they took out their rival by absorbing them in both directions, there was no impetus to really push themselves anymore. They had the monopoly on the RPG market. They could just, as you say, shit out whatever they want, and people are going to buy it because it has their name on there. So Yeah, and that's, and that's what happened because... When it first, um, when the merger first happened, like, um, I can't remember which game I bought. Um, on, I have to, I have to unashamedly look at a list of Square Enix games to remember which one it was. <laughs> um, I had it pulled up. I was, just closed was my Was it Theatrhythm window. or, um. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> the number um, of dumb Final Fantasy spinoffs, I'm just saying. The Dirge of Sermons? <laughs> Hey, people really like Final Fantasy VII. Let's not have it be the Final Fantasy for VII. Let's just do a lot of other games in that world. Okay, so uh, I was right. I was going to say this, but I was like, no, I was wrong. Yeah. But Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles was the first game, right, that uh-huh. I remember playing from them. And it was on GameCube, and yeah. it was awesome because, you know, you could play with your friends, and it was uh-huh. kind of fun. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, okay, this is really cool. This is what I was expecting. And then Sword of Mana came out, which was also really cool. Uh-huh. If you like Game Boy games. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I can't remember. Final Fantasy X2 came out. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Final Fantasy X2 came out because... And, and then it was just like, what? Final Fantasy X2, to, to, to do the thought that you're trying to do. Um, it yeah. does feel soulless in a way because... It's the first time that they were like, hey, you know what? These fantasies, they aren't actually final. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call them you know, final, final fantasies. Yeah. If the Americans ask, it's a mistranslation. Right. Well, I mean, the whole point was this was supposed to be the big fantasy for this world. The, we can have multiple of them, as goofy as that is, because each one takes place on its own world. But Final Fantasy X said, no, man, we don't we don't actually have to do it that way. They can be more than one fantasy on there. And then we got, like, the after years for Final Fantasy IV, and then, like, the whole fucking saga of Final Fantasy VII that came out much later, um, and they're now redoing it again. Uh, and then, what? God, where's, there's another one that I was thinking of that is part of that. The fucking tying in, like, the Avalis of Final Fantasy Tactics into Final Fantasy XII and then doing a whole epic saga around, like, the world of that. Like, at a certain point, they just kind of lost the whole thread of what they'd been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Final Fantasy XII, is, or Final Fantasy X2 is just stupid. I've, I've checked it out. It Like, mechanically, the game just does not interest me whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Was that about what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. I, I just... And I'm just looking through this list of games, and I'm like, like, okay, this is cool, because it's like, oh, Front Mission. I remember Front Mission. That was a kind of fun game. Uh-huh. And then it's just like, X2. Oh. oh, okay. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories. Oh. oh, my God, the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, oh, 
Grindia 3. Oh. Yeah. Well, and that's the oh. thing is like, from what I've seen of their games now, they either release grind sessions or incomprehensible messes with grind sessions. Like. Yeah. And I don't, and no, I'm not trying to disparage Kingdom Hearts because I know it has a very rabid and loyal fan base, which. Fine. Is, which is fine, and I appreciate it for what it was. I I honestly liked the first game, which, if memory serves, the first game was a Squaresoft game, not a Square Enix game. Ugh. But I, I, I might be wrong with that. You know, that's just me going off the top of my dome. But if you need a flowchart oh to, to make your games make sense, and it's not a Zelda-based game, like, what are you doing? Like these are it's, it's freaking Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. You don't. I, I shouldn't need an abacus in a slide rule to figure out twenty minutes of plot. Like yeah, and that there it is like that because they have prequels and sequels and sidequels and ultimate stories, all of which actually tie into the storyline. And fucked if you're actually gonna try and figure out what the hell is going on with Sora at this point. Oh, she's like, like I, I. <sighs> There's a video game creator named Dunkey who is hysterical, and you should give him a shot. I don't usually like YouTube guys, but he actually does a video on the chronology of uh, Kingdom Hearts and its magnifique. Yeah, like comparing it to Zelda is is, is an apples and oranges comparison, and I know you weren't really making that. Um, no, because it's, it's. I was meaning more so like. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was just gonna say yeah, because yeah. Nintendo has fully said like. Yes, there is a timeline we use, but also at the same point, every single one of these Zeldas kind of fits over top of the other Zelda, and for yeah. the longest time, they could have all just been the same game, and we wouldn't have cared. No, because yeah. all the games are, like, yeah. like, even the worst Zelda game is still super fun to play for the most part. I really could but, play Twilight Princess. Oh, that's my favorite one, bro. You, I am honestly surprised by that because of... I got to the wagon chase, and I spent 20 minutes trying to get past this stupid wagon chase, and I got so frustrated I set the game down and never played it again. So that's like the first, within the first 20 minutes, right? Uh, I think. No, I did a couple that's dungeons. That's early it's on, I be, think. It's gotta be like three hours in. Yeah, so you were still going through the tutorial part, kind of, right? Okay, three hours. You... Three hours should not be a fucking tutorial, dude. No, but <laughs> you remember Wii games back then. Yeah, no, that wagon chase was Fuck off. Yeah, I did. You play with the motion sensors? I just, I think I played with the controller. It just, it just. Stopped. Okay. It just. Yeah, stopped. no, I, it, I had to, uh, and this is probably the only good thing my ex girlfriend at the time did. She beat that part for me. Good. Yeah, that was fuck awful. I would not. I, I could go back and go play other games in the series. I would never touch that game again. I just do not care. Yeah. But anyway, Square Enix. So, yeah, it does It does feel like they don't understand why it is that people love their games so much. Because, I mean, you go, you, like, the hype for them artistically for me was not Final Fantasy VII, although Final Fantasy VII was fun. But the hype for me was their SNES yeah. era. Uh, four, I think, is probably one of their best. I, I can't get into six the way you can, but four is one of their best. Uh, five is mechanically I interesting. Um, yeah, I love four. And then Chrono Trigger. Yeah, six and four are my favorite. Yeah, so. four is great. I really actually enjoyed that one when I finally went through and played it. But then you have Chrono Trigger and Super Mario RPG, and it's just like, oh my god, this was a company at its peak. Yeah, it's. And that's yeah. the company we have now. It's just not them. It's, it's not. No. So. 
and that's sad. And I won't play Final Fantasy 16. But then <laughs> I haven't played. I haven't even tried playing since Final Fantasy 8. And honestly, that was a bad game to try and get into. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Wow, that game. Uh... I'm trying to think of something nice to say about Square Enix, but I can't think of anything. I legitimately uh, can't uh, remember the last game from them that actually got me interested. Yeah, Octo. I was really excited for Octopath Traveler because I thought it was going to be cool, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I played it. I played. I played it. Yeah, I played um half the game. I think I was. I, I think mm-hmm. I was most of the way through the second chapters for most characters. Um, and it was fine. Like this is the weird thing is normally I like story over mechanics. I'll get deeply yeah. invested in a story, and the mechanics can be there as long as they let me through the game fast. I don't care how good the mechanics are. But yeah. Of the two sides of it, I actually appreciated the mechanics more in Octopath. I felt like, mechanically, it was a very fun, interesting game. But there's no story to it. No. And, which was crazy, because I thought that it would have had a story. And the sound bites that they used mm-hmm. were so cringy that I had to, like... I couldn't I couldn't keep playing because it was just like... Ah, mm-hmm. ah. It's like, oh, stop squeaking, girl. I liked the characters. Or some of the characters. Um, I thought I thought the dancer was so stupidly overpowered. She was great. Um, yeah. There's there, there there's the the weird rare rare enemies, the Kates that are worth a lot of money mm. and, and experience. Um, and I managed to nail the uh, what is it, hundred times experience and hundred times job points on um on a Kate battle, like the big chubby Kate battle. And my characters went from like level. 40 to level 60 that were in the party. I'm like, well, I can just go raffle stomp the game now. It's There's no point, you know? Um, waffle stomp? <laughs> yeah, I just straight wander through the game and punch everything down. It was hilarious. Um, but that, that was the thing. It's like, I liked the mechanics of it so much. I played through and did grinding, which I almost never do because grinding's annoying, you know? But, like, I then I got bored because I actually had to go and finish the various storylines of the characters, and I just found I didn't care. And that was a game I actually played for a while. Um, that was the last Square game I really cared about. I'm trying to think, like, beyond that, what was a game from Square I actually wanted to play? And most of the time, it's like, I just don't want to. Yeah. Nintendo, I will play the shit out of. I can even still get interested in the occasional Capcom title. But Square Enix has just lost me. And that's sad. Yeah, it's... Like, I I will still, unfortunately, give them money because they've been... (laughs) Like I, I have all the Mana games at this point. I'm not going to stop that. Like I stopped Final Fantasy. The Mana games are still, for the most part, playable. Like they're not bad. Well, they only release one every like six years, anyway. Yeah, and they've remade them all, and they've done a great job with those. So I'm happy and content with that. But then, um, oh, sorry, I just, I just randomly remembered that they made that god awful Ballin Wonder World game on <laughs> PS5. Oh yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Well. Yes. But yeah, so uh, they 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 still did, they still do something, they but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. But the Mono series is I still like it. Get you. I was happy when they finally released uh, Trials of Mana for real officially. Finally, yeah, yeah. Which is zero fanfare, might I add? Yeah, like the the compilation pack got very little fanfare, and then they did the remake, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Here it is," and okay, bye. Yeah. Anyway, one day maybe, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe we we could just hope for them to split apart, but that'll never happen. 
No, yeah. they they just keep buying companies now. Like they, I think, they're killing them. No, like they're failing to use them properly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, this is the depressing podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, well at least they still have Tomb Raider. No, they sold that. Oh, then the good thing they still have the Hitman series. No, they sold that. Oh, uh, two sex. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they definitely still have Legacy of Kane. At least, at least they still have Final Fantasy stuff. <laughs> they, they sold all those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been uh, Not So Life from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, and I absolutely did not pull the rusty sword from the mana tree. I'm uh, Josh Schaefer. And we will see you <laughs> next time. Bye.